When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't, don't let me ever say that I, I can't replace Jesse. Not only did I replace him, I replaced him with two dudes, of yeah. course. Welcome on in to the PHNX D-backs podcast. My name is Derek Monti, occasionally known as the mayor of PHNX. And I'm joined by the MVP over here, Sean DePaz. That's and fine. And over here, Fodge himself, uh, Lord, overlord himself, the one and only Jacob Franklin. That's Jacob, fine. One of these days, I'll win an MVP award. Maybe. One no, of these days. I'm going to I mean, just win them all. Look, there's They're going to name it the Sean DePaz Most Valuable Player Award. There's there's plenty of great players that never won an MVP. That's true. Possibly. But then there's just some who did, you know. I'm just saying. And didn't deserve it. <clears throat> Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, there's mm. plenty of Then there's some who did. That don't deserve some of these contracts that are being given out right now at MLB. But we'll get to that shortly. Of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My vice mayor, Jesse Friedman, is on assignment at the winter meetings in San Diego. Oh, woe is him. But uh, he is there in the midst of all of this craziness going on because uh, there are some big names signing with new teams today. Uh, Trey Turner... Uh, breaking news, signs a $300 million contract, 11 years with the Philadelphia Phillies. Guys, the National League uh, representative for the World Series gets a little bit better today. Yeah, I think Trey Turner is a great fit in Philadelphia. Um, I think Trey Turner is a great fit pretty much yeah. anywhere, <laughs> anywhere he goes. Anywhere he goes. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, these long-term deals, you, you never know what it's going to look like it's in crazy. the 11th He's, year, right? Like 40 years old when this yeah, deal is, yeah. is up. And it has a no-trade clause as well. Full no trade clause. Yeah, yeah, so you don't know how that's going to work out, but anything that gets taken away from the Dodgers, I am That's what I am here for. I am 100% here for Trey Turner being out of the NL West because he had two meetings with the Padres, and it started to scare me that we were going to see him remain in the NL West. What are your thoughts, yeah. though, on signing a guy that's going to be 40 years old by the end of this contract? Yeah, I mean, when you're a team that was in the World Series, like, I... I that's a sacrifice you're willing to make, right? Like, yeah. it's a you, know, you are willing to potentially jeopardize a little bit of your future if it means you can get a, a, even one ring out of out of Trey Turner. So, um, I mean, it's this is just one of like a bunch of really good teams that have gotten better already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Jacob said, I mean, it's it's a fit that makes a lot of sense. And when you have a position that was not, you know, you didn't have somebody dominating in, and now you can improve in that position. It's it's scary if you're a team in the NL East, which thankfully we are not. Yes, yes, absolutely. But the NL East did lose a big piece, but they also now have a new foe to deal with. Yeah. Jacob deGrom signs a five-year, $185 million deal with the Texas Rangers, who continue to spend yeah. an outrageous amount of money. Uh, so the New York Mets replace him with Justin Verlander. Was he good I, last year? Verlander? He won the Cy Young. Yeah, that's what I thought. He was, he was slightly good. Yeah, just, was all right. it's kind the of Astros bad. got scarier with Jose Abreu. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But they got less scary because you subtract their Cy Young Award winner. Yeah. However, their Cy Young Award winner is also like, he was also 40 years old. Yeah. Correct. Pretty much. So Two-year two deal worth $86.6 million. Can you imagine being paid $43 million for one year of work? Yeah, no, uh, no, I cannot. You aren't. <laughs> Would be pretty nice. Shit, stop it. I need, I need <laughs> stop to, it. I need to renegotiate uh, my deal. I do love seeing a team that is 
not the Yankees or the Dodgers spend a lot of money, though. Yeah. It, it, it yeah. is fun to just have another team that it's like, the, I mean, they tried to do this with Seeger and, and Simeon, right? But right. Uh, it, and it didn't pan out to a whole, a whole lot last year. But nearly, I like that they're nearly trying. Nearly half a billion dollars. Yeah. They're know? headed in the right direction. Yeah. Though. I like that they're trying. The Texas Rangers are headed in the right direction. I think you give them about two to three years and that team gets really, really scary fast. Yeah. I mean, you just have to hope that Jacob deGrom, like, I I was a very staunch advocate that Jacob deGrom would not fit here in Arizona only because I do not want to overpay for a guy who ends up on the injured list every single year. Five years seems a lot for Jacob deGrom yeah. as far as time-wise. Not the amount of money, but like you said, I I don't know if I personally feel like Jacob deGrom is going to even have a career that lasts five more years, but that's, that's only because he seems to, again, like you said, be kind of injury-prone. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I like just in general. I think it's like a, kind of an interesting way to look at it. But like when you look at the Rangers organization in general, they're a team that they got a new stadium, they got new uniforms, and now they're making a push to like actually be relevant on the field. Sure. And I, I think it's like obviously we, we tend to think about baseball in the context of what's happening on the field and just as a baseball team. But it's very interesting that like ownership from a business sense is like doing this all now, and it's interesting for the Arizona D-backs who. A lot of people want new uniforms, and I feel like there's growing talk about how long Chase Field is going to last. And it's just, a, it, I feel like from a D-backs perspective, it's kind of interesting how the baseball decisions line up with the business decisions. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I understand that. And honestly, that's the reason, it's, it's the reason why it feels like this year would be a good year, at least for the time being, to maybe return back yeah. to the uh, to the old teal and copper and, and all purple and all that. But I don't know if they're going to go that route. I think that the Rangers, though... Are Please. a case. I, I want them to do it. Yeah. Do it. Uh, but the Rangers are a case of like, do you like how they're spending money? I mean, they're spending a shit ton of money. I mean, you can, but is it being spent in the best possible way? Uh, I mean, I don't think anybody can doubt that Jacob Degrom is quite possibly the best pitcher in the entire major leagues. Like he, yeah. he just he is he's so dominant when he's healthy, sure. right? He's he's capable of a lot. It's just he has not proved that he can stay healthy. Yeah, right. So yeah. like it's it sketches me out a little bit, but I, I do think the Rangers are building something that they can compete with. It's not that they can't compete. Yeah. I just I always get a little uncomfortable when teams just try and go. I mean, if you're on a team like the Dodgers, then they've proven that but even they haven't really like I'm, I get a little uncomfortable when teams seem like they're just like they're gonna go and try and buy a ring essentially. And not from like a, a morality standpoint, like I not like say here and complain about the Yankees buying all the rings, but like they they I, there's teams that kind of build up to becoming close to contenders and then they go and get a couple of pieces. It seems like the Rangers were kind of just bad and they're like, we're going to start buying really big names and hope it turns this new contender. It makes me a little worried like because, like I said, they went and got two really big names on big contracts mm -hmm. and they didn't really do anything last right. year. And I'm not sure that one, although it's a very good pitcher, how much that is going to change that. Um, well, they bring in Bruce Bochy, so I feel yeah, like that's they're, true, trying that's true. To, yeah. they're trying to bring in a manager that has that experience and that caliber of managing this level of talent like superstar kind yeah. of caliber guys i just again at, at times there's this thought process that where the direction baseball has gone i don't know if bringing in these uh these older managers and such is yeah, always the true. case however brent strom is a huge advocate for you know analytics coming in with his managing and kind of combining it with what he knows about being a pitching coach so I don't feel like it's necessarily an age thing as much as it's an accepting the newer, yeah. the newer way things are done. But um, also, in in regards to Verlander's deal, is is eighty six point six million dollars too much for 
or a 40-year-old guy. No, I think Gabriel points it out in the chat. Randy Johnson was 35 when he signed with the D-backs. Now, I know that's a different number. However, I think we're starting to learn that age is just a number when it comes to pitchers, right? If you can can reinvent yourself in positive ways, I think that there's no limit to how – I mean, there is a limit to how old you can be, but like – you can still pitch into your 40s and still be semi-successful. You might not throw 99 like you used to, but if you can reinvent yourself right. into a guy that has a lot more control than he did when he was younger, I think there's a lot of room for success. Yeah, I mean, my thing is, is like when you're a team like the Mets that is really relatively close to being a legitimate, or I mean, they already are a legitimate World Series contender, and obviously you lose to Grom, like you, you need to replace that in some way. And then the fact that it's it's a lot of money, but it's only two years. Like there, it's not a contract that they're locked into for a very long time. Um, so when you you talk about the concerns with the age, like they're obviously trying to win right now. Yes, and they will be able to do that if they can win right now. They'll do it without having jeopardized their future, like potentially the Phillies have with the Trey Turner contract. The funny, the funny thing about Verlander getting this deal was he wanted a Max Scherzer like deal, mm. and he got it from the exact yeah. same team that yeah. gave Max Scherzer that deal, right? And they are on Max Scherzer's timeline, yeah. right? They yes. only have a limited yes. amount of time at this point. To win, so like you said, they are definitely in a win now kind of uh, mode. But uh, the other news coming out lately that I wanted to discuss before we bring Jesse in is uh, Fred McGriff, the Crime Dog, was selected as the newest member of the Baseball Hall of Fame, and once again, Barry Bonds, Kurt Schilling, and Roger Clemens were all denied. Are we still doing this? I mean, is this still a thing? But Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer. Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds is, a is a Hall of Famer. Barry Bonds yeah. is a Hall of Famer. I, I, so. I'm not going to get into a whole a whole thing about Kurt Schilling, but I he, he he well my thing is is that I think part of being in the Hall of Fame is also representing the game in a good way, and yeah. I I think I think obviously Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, like these are guys that have done steroids, but they did it in the steroid era when everyone was doing steroids, and they they haven't yeah. necessarily represented the game in a poor way the way Kurt Schilling has, I, like just who he is as a person outside of the game. And I think it it leaves a, a little bit of a black eye on the Hall of Fame in a different way than it would if, if Clemens and Bond specifically, because Bonds had a Hall of Fame career before he even started doing steroids. Like the first 10 years of his career were Hall of Fame worthy. Um, so Schilling, I don't have a problem with. I don't think he ever will. I don't think that's something voters want to even touch. But Bonds and Clemens, Bond specifically, they yeah. deserve to be in the offense. Just get it, get over it, get them in. Schilling, I agree with you. It's not just his actions. It's not just the way he hasn't represented the game well. I feel like he is very ungrateful. He said, yes. "Don't put me into the yeah. Hall of Fame and such." So it's like, okay, his numbers dropped by like twenty four percent. I'm pretty sure last year he had seventy one point seven percent of the votes. He was right on the cusp right. of being nominated, right. and he said, "You know what? Forget it." Don't put me in, and they drop. It was like forty-seven percent or something so like that. Go off, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there. I I don't know an athlete. I mean, yeah, we we've had some sons that have kind of let me down in the past, but I don't remember personally a Valley athlete that we we've had that's taken the turn that Kurt Schilling yeah. has. Right, like yeah. this guy. Literally, it's hard not to be appreciative for him uh, as a D-backs fan because the Diamondbacks would yeah. not have won that World Series without him. However. Um, he has turned into a giant piece of shit. That can't, can't stop running his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I will. Say, I will say it is one hell of a power move to be like, you know, you're not going to vote me in. Well, fuck you. I don't want to be in. Well, uh, fine, like you can't really fire me. I quit. Yeah, and it's right. like fuck. <laughs> right, it was like, well, by you know, all means, we could have voted you in next year, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, like that was. We actually weren't going to fire you. Oh, it's just too bad. I already quit. <laughs> right, but anyway, speaking of getting fired, we have Jesse Friedman on the line here, coming to us from the winter meetings, Damn. and of course. 
Uh, I have his replacements here next to me in case he wants to stay in San Diego. But uh, we definitely need to pay for him to have a better Wi-Fi connection. Jesse, <laughs> how you doing, pal? Hold on. Uh, uh, there's, we're still uh, figuring out. He's still, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's just sitting there smiling. He's just standing away. Down in the overlays? Overlays? <laughs> this is some behind the scenes. Gonna... <laughs> uh, hold on one second, everyone. J- Jacob's Stay tuned. Get up and jump up there. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, uh, you gotta you gotta drag his camera under the lower. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. It is under <laughs> Wait, the lower. We'll, we'll we'll get it for you. Soon. Sorry, I'll everyone. Out, Here's actually. some behind the scenes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Well. Weird. We might, I don't know what to do. His Wi-Fi connection isn't good enough for him to even be on the show. <laughs> what's happening right now? I'll unmute him so he can at least speak. Yeah. Oh, Je- well, no. You have to publish the yeah. scene. Yeah. Mm, we do. Just publish. All right. Well, everybody, here's giant blurry Jesse. Here's giant blurry Jesse. Giant blurry Jesse. Oh, man. <laughs> what's up, buddy? How's San Diego? Do you have any sound? Is it just him smiling? You know, San Diego would be better with better Wi-Fi. Uh, <laughs> the the beach is great, but uh, the Wi-Fi is not. So I don't I don't know oh. if you guys can actually hear anything I'm saying right now. But uh, yeah, we're actually rolling on the hot spot right now because apparently they didn't plan for having like a million people on the same Wi-Fi network. Uh, so that my mouth is probably not moving like with the No, you're good. Out, we can see you're right just blurry. Now, we're, we're making it work. <laughs> uh, giant blurry Jesse. All right. Well, we were just talking about uh, the hot stove getting much hotter today with the signing of Justin Verlander and Trey Turner now to a $300 million 11-year deal with the Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies. Uh, what are you? What are your thoughts on these signings, Jesse? Yeah, I mean, I think Trey Turner going to the Phillies is is not a big shock. Um, he was <laughs> uh, watching your reaction ten seconds after I said that. <laughs> entertaining right now. Uh, anyway, I'm just gonna keep going. So I think uh, Trey Turner is is. He he was sort of he was sort of poised to go to a, uh, to go to an East Coast team. Uh, <laughs> man, we had him. You would think that they would plan like that's always this. what he wanted to do. Um, Eleven years, three hundred million dollars is a lot of money. total value. Oh boy! Yeah, yeah I think we should keep this one short. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Jesse, we're going to mail you out a better email connection or uh, internet connection for tomorrow, but definitely do your best to gather as much information. Make sure, like I said, don't let Mike Hazen out of your eyesight and uh, report back to what we got going on. It feels like some big things are going to continue to happen at these winter meetings. Maybe Mike Hazen will let me know. That's, that's, uh, that's what I'm going to check on. I'll, I'll report back. All right, thank Sweet, you, sir. Thanks. All right, sorry everybody for uh, Blur, know, giant blurry Jesse. Giant blurry Jesse. We though. had to we had to add that to your day. We will we will <laughs> praise him. We praise the giant blurry Jesse, and of course, make sure to read all of his wonderful content over on. Uh, <laughs> Gerald gets that in awkward camera angles. <laughs> Gerald gets fiber optic internet, and poor Jesse gets a broken paper. Uh, thanks, Gabriel. That's an accurate description. But of course, make sure to read Jesse's stuff over at gophnx.com. If you're not a diehard already, sign up to become a D-backs diehard. 
over at GoPHNX with your diehard membership. Of course, we're giving you a free shirt or hat every year. We're giving you 20% off merchandise over at the phnxlocker.com. We have so much great merch. We got hoodies now, by the way, which I'm going to live in once mine arrives. So make sure to grab those. Uh, Members get a discount at all times. Exclusive members only merch. Not to mention the diehards only uh, Discord Lounge, which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan, and so much more. So sign up over at gophnx.com for a membership. And if you're watching us right now on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, we once again apologize for Jesse's internet connection. We Espo, thank you guys for being here. Espo texted me. Oh, yeah. He said, is, is Jesse it, reporting from the moon? Yeah, he is. <laughs> it did. I'm pretty the sure there was, better, there was better service when they landed on the moon. Yeah, the first no, time. Oh, yeah. It was a solid, <laughs> it was a solid uh, low definition connection. You see but, those? <laughs> it's almost like they're fake. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway. Uh, that's for the tin foil. Is Jesse not Save actually at, at in San Diego? I don't know. The that would be a good thing, way. Yeah, be a good way right. The only I way that could moon. be worse is an entire country's internet provider going down hey, while you're there. Yeah. Oh, wait. That he's happened. Just, he's, just starting, he's just starting M-O-O-N. Mm. M-O-O-N? I don't, oh. Look. Gonna, I was like, what? Yeah, get out. Get out. <laughs> anyway. I was like, that's uh, not how you spell San Diego. There's no M's in San Diego. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for watching us right now. Make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. Sign up for notifications. Uh, that way you won't miss when any of the shows go live. This guy over on ASU Sun Devils, they're always doing fun stuff. 2 p.m. today. They are some some hooligans over there. But, of course, uh, make sure to also subscri- subscribe to us on your favorite audio podcasting app if you're listening to us right now there. Leave us a review as well. Well, of course, whether Jesse is here or not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't stop anything that goes on. This looks like show. he's moving better. Uh, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I don't know. We'll see. Let's, let's, Do you let's try? just keep tra- going looks, with the show and go. put it in preview mode so we can look at it. Yeah, okay. yeah, we'll see if he can come back to us. But uh, the biggest thing about this uh, is whether Jesse here is here or not. Uh, every day is Earth Day on this show. Every week is Shark Week. And every Ooh. Monday we go to the mailbag. Let's go. Always something interesting in my mailbox. I try to get to everything in my mailbox. And then once in a while, there's a letter that makes me go, wow, wow, my mailbox. All right. Ooh, that's uh, a banger. Go. I never yeah, heard that that's before. A banger. Uh, first question uh, comes from our friend uh, uh, Rick Hughes. And Rick Hughes says, thinking McCarthy is the most likely outfielder to move, could Jays be talked into moving a catcher to fill a need with Jake? This is something we've talked about a few times on the show. And uh, yes, absolutely. I think this is something that the Jays could be talked into. I think what uh, might be holding this up, what might prevent it, is honestly the Arizona Diamondbacks might be getting offers that are more tantalizing right now, uh, depending on who they might be getting in return. Some of these uh, some of these young outfielders like Jake McCarthy are highly coveted by other teams. So, of course, if we can get more for them. I'm sure the Diamondbacks are going to pull that trigger, but still feels like uh, there's there's a chance a catcher might be in their future. It seems like that might be one of their needs. Yeah, I mean, Toronto has a, a few guys, uh, Danny Jensen, Alejandro Kirk, both of who I am pretty familiar with. Saw them play a lot in uh, AAA Buffalo. Um, and then uh, Gabriel Moreno. Yeah, and then they, they have the options there to trade, and I I mean, I wouldn't hate it. I, I, I do think that I mean, I, are we all in agreement at this point that McCarthy's probably the most likely outfielder to be? It feels traded, right. It, there, there are. There's a case to be made that he would be the best option yes. to be moved. Yeah, I mean, you uh, talk about his expected batting average and everything last year, and yeah. whether or not last year was a little bit of a fluke. But exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I I could see it. It, it definitely seems like a, a possible option. Uh, one of the routes I could go with these young guys. 
What are your thoughts? Yeah, Jake McCarthy was kind of my guy last year. Like, I, I would really, really dislike to see him be the piece that's yeah. moved. Um, it's tough for me because I, Jesse and I had this conversation quite often last year where it just felt like Jake McCarthy's numbers were maybe just a little too good to be true. Yeah. So he might be the most likely to go. Um, because you're looking to sell high on some of these yeah, guys, right? right. Like right. Varsho is an everyday MLB player, right? He's got Varsho. a five war. It's at, as much as I think Varsho would be the guy that I would deal because I just have not seen enough consistency and he's had the most at bats at this point. Um, and you could still get the most for him out of the three in the trio. I think McCarthy is the one that has the, you have the best chance of selling high on. Yeah. I it's, agree. it's him and Varsho. Those yeah. two. Varsho uh, actually, I think, could be even sold at, at higher. But I feel like Varsho's numbers and his consistency speak to uh, the idea that he's going to be better uh, for a longer period of time. I mean, more yeah. consistent. Jake McCarthy may may have may have uh, had his peak in this season, and that's the reason why. Really, out of the four, you know, you're not moving Corbin Carroll. And we talked. If about, you move Corbin Carroll, I throw hands. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we all right. We one all right. for one for Sandy Alcantara. Yeah, right. Oh well. Okay. <laughs> I'm not against that. Yeah, but I was anyway, say, uh, there's will, some there's some exceptions. There's some exceptions, but I will say that like obviously that leaves three guys left, and Alec Thomas just didn't have a great yeah. end end to a season. So it's just what are you going to get a, for Alec a, Thomas? A low value yeah. right now, right? The only thing that you're going to get is maybe you fleece the White Sox for him because they just <laughs> want him so bad in the organization. But who knows? But uh, I, I think that Jake McCarthy, of all the outfielders, is the most likely to fill a need for with sure. some team. And, and, sure. yeah. and friend of the program. But yeah. uh, what else we got, Leo? Uh, Speaking of friends of the program, this guy, Gabriel, another known troublemaker, bold as bronze, he asks, will making a big-time free agent signing be more to attract uh, fans, new season ticket holders, or to legitimately make this team a contender next season? I feel like it's to legitimately make this team a contender. I feel like that would be what the purpose of the move is. However, I, I do think that there's a little combination of that with the Diamondbacks when it comes to making a big splash in free agency. I think sometimes when they sign... Uh, when when they when they got you know a Zach Granke or a Madison Bumgarner, I do feel like part of the reason to put that much money in a name like that is to put butts yeah, in seats. Added value. It you is. Know what I mean? It but, is because it's a business, yeah. right? It's a business on top of trying to win baseball games. I mean, Madison Bumgarner, he didn't have his best year in San Francisco before they signed him here, and it's not like you signed him to world like earth shattering money. Yeah. But you definitely signed him to a large contract for Aaron in, 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 in D backs yeah, terms. Yeah, no shit. Right. So it's one of those like, yeah, does Madison Bumgarner move the needle for some fans? It does. But like, are we willing to sacrifice quality over having butts and seats? Correct. I mean, ask yeah. the Tampa Bay Rays because they're the case. Year in and year out, they aren't going to making the flashy moves, but they continue to you know, see success and they don't see people coming. Yeah, to their they games. find quality players and they're usually young quality players. And then they, the, the Tampa Bay Rays are almost like a dude that goes to like a swap meet or like uh garage sales and finds something that he knows is worth money. That he, get for, then, that he bought for a quarter. Yeah, yeah. And then he shines it up and turns around, sells yeah. it on eBay for $200. Right. Yeah. I mean, the thing about baseball is like, it's, it's a long season. So if you're, if you're signing guys with the express purpose of getting butts and seats like that, is going to wear off eventually if the team's not good. Sure. Um, sure. So I sure there would be added value, but I don't think anyone out here is trying to sign, especially in the DI situation, 
trying to sign someone for the express the, the sole purpose of of getting butts and seats. I mean, they get butts and seats as it is for visiting fans, and you're going to get of course. M- different players now with the way the schedule works out. I don't think signing like a, a Xander Bogarts is going to move the needle so much that people need to go to every single game, even if they're still losing games. So I, I don't think it is an added value to some guys like a Madison Bumgarner, but I, I don't think it is the reason that yeah. you'd sign someone like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else we got, Leah? Gabby Deer, the real Gabby on Twitter asks, do you see a Lovello extension coming? Well, I think it's tied closely to how this team yeah. does this year, yeah. right? This is it. This is the barometer year for sure. And do you think that's going to come mid-season? No, I no. I think they give them. The, I think they give them the full year. Okay. Yeah, I, because they're they're in a position where they could definitely contend for a wild card spot. But I don't think that they're like we're going to contend for beating the Dodgers in the division yeah. or the Padres in the division. Like they're not there yet. Yeah. But this it's, year it's, is one of those a, like you want to see goal. them. Yeah. Like even last year they were. Semi in the race, I guess you could say more, semi in the race. So they absolutely were. Yeah, yeah. Like they fizzled out there in the last two, three weeks of the season. But yes, at a point they were less than double digits away from a you know from from a playoff spot and yeah. and controlled their own destiny if they could have you know been a little bit hotter there at the end, right? Like they yeah. played some of the teams that were ahead of them um, at the wild card, but right, they just came up short. It's still that improvement that you wanted to see from 2021. But still just not yeah. enough, right? Like I, I don't know how how connected it is to the team making the playoffs, but it definitely feels like that's that's Yeah, I feel like if you get to the playoffs, it's a pretty surefire way to lock in an extension. I, I feel like an extension probably is coming because I, I I just think that the 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 floor is pretty low for this team like it's going to take something pretty bad for this season to be a failure because i mean like you said the last year they overachieved and and obviously that raises expectations for this year but like i don't like i don't don't think you can come into the season with that mindset of like it's playoffs or bust if they don't make the playoffs blow everything up because i I, like i said they overachieved last year i I think they should be closer and probably accomplish at least what they did last year um but I don't. I, I think things would have to go really, really wrong in a way that I don't really see them going wrong mm-hmm. in order for him not to get an extension. Mike Hazen mentioned in the press conference for Castro coming over Miguel Castro that one of the reasons why Castro wanted to come over here was the infrastructure in place, mm-hmm. meaning the coaching staff. Yeah, he was specifically talking about players being excited to work with Brent Strom. Brent Strom is and, and such a draw for pitchers. It's such a draw, but it, I think it's also Tori Lavello. I think Matheson, I think the entire coaching staff right now, the way that it's constructed is a draw for a lot of these young guys, right? So I I don't think that they necessarily want to do something dramatic there when it comes to the coaching staff. But I do feel like uh, without, I guess, without substantial success, I don't know how long they would even want to extend Lobolo for, right? I mean, they can extend him and still fire him at any point. So it's not like that's... The, the end all be all, but I feel like I feel like Tori Lavallo has a fantastic, you know, reputation not only with the yeah. organization but with everybody. And I feel like they want to make sure that, you know, he can bow out gracefully, that they don't yeah. have to fire him in the yeah. middle of the season and and replace him, you know, with Bannister or somebody like that. Right. Yeah. So, yeah him and, and him and Mike Hazen have too good of a relationship for right. that to, to yeah. happen. Gabriel makes a good point. Uh, like if the D-backs spend a, a money on a big name, like that changes the expectation. Sure. Like if does. you go and get someone big and the it expectation does. immediately becomes, okay, now this is a playoff team. 
and, and then they don't make the playoffs, that changes the situation, I think, for Lavello. So uh, I think as it stands right now with how the roster is made up right now, I don't necessarily think you need to make the playoffs um, for the season to be a success or not a success for it to not be a failure. Um, but I think if, yeah, if you if they were to have gone get, got a Xander Bogarts or something crazy like that, then, yeah, the, the expectations come a lot higher. Well, uh, I don't know if I'd call them deals, but some MLB teams definitely got some Christmas presents all squared away. Uh, how are you guys doing on your Christmas shopping? You doing? Uh, I have not started. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get, get working. Yeah, I gotta oh, yeah. get working. I'm oh, in yeah. the same boat, Sean. Yeah. I, I already have presents wrapped on the tree. Ooh, look at you. Uh, that's look the way it you. goes. Derek Amazon. is that bitch. I am <laughs> that bitch. Yes, absolutely. Uh, thank God to all of the online retailers that make it easy, and I could stay home uh, and be sick at home but also still shop. So make sure you guys check out morefurniture.com because you can do exactly that there. Their holiday clearance event is happening now uh, at More Furniture, and you can save up to 50%. And honestly, uh, I know it might not be a gift for people, but uh, you got to realize that this time of the year is coming and that you're going to get good deals. So Mm -hmm. you you wait until this time of the year to get that couch, right? Even if it's just for yourself. Of course. That's Always, what I buy did for Black Friday. Always buy yourself Always presents. Always buy yourself presents. Always buy yourself. Treat yourself. I won't That's lie. the best part of uh, being single and alone. Yeah, no. Out I'm, here. I'm, out here. I'm an adult father. I'm not going to buy gifts for anybody. Uh, I bought myself. Two dads and a dude. Two dads, dads and a dude. dude. I got to buy kiss for my cat, I guess, but that's yeah. it. I got a. I got a. Avengers Nano Gauntlet Ooh. with the Infinity glo- the thing because I'm but, a but big like, child. Man. Okay. What are you going to use that for? Nothing. The vibes. Nothing, Jacob. That's not the point. Don't ask me that. That's the same thing that my wife asked. What me. am That's I going to use? Don't tell her what, what I am I going to use any of my random baseball memorabilia for? Yeah. Nothing other than to be happy when I look at it. Exactly. Joy, pure joy. Mm-hmm. Don't let guys like him steal your joy. Get yourself. That's why you I'm the MVP. That's right. He's That's just why he's the overlord. That's right. But uh, this guy also is drinking the uh, uh, Four Peaks Advent Calendar yes. beer pack. Yes. And honestly, uh, there's no better gift to give yourself than the gift of beer this holiday season. Four Peaks still has limited supplies of their December advent calendar box. Best part about it is you're behind, so that means you have to you drink a bunch of beer. the first like four or five days worth right now, right? And, and it's not always, it's not, you know, like you, they got the cute lifters and the hazes in there, but yesterday yeah. I got a barley wine, like yeah. a bourbon barrel aged barley, barley wine. wine. Like I didn't even know that was something they did. So you're going to get some some stuff that you can't get anywhere else there in these go. advent calendars. That's awesome. There you go. For $55, enjoy specialty beers, tall boys, and more barley wine, as you said. Uh, purchase this at their 8th Street Pub in Tempe. We're sad. Uh, because the U.S. and Mexico are both. Transition. I know, no, we're sad because the U.S. and Mexico are out of it, so we have no more watch parties. But that doesn't mean that the World Cup still isn't happening, right? Mm-hmm. We might get together and still watch uh, the later rounds of the World Cup. So make sure to stay tuned for that and uh, pour one out for the red, white, and blue with a with a Four Peaks. Wah, wah. That's right. Me. Uh, anyway, getting on to more Mailbag Monday questions, Leah. What else do we got? D backs Network at D N asked, "Will not Nick Ahmed be shipped?" Marte deals and possible Bumgarner deal now spring or he's a D back uh, on opening day. This guy over here is yeah, praying. Please. please. Wait, wait, um, what part? What part? Nick Ahmed. Please. Nick Ahmed. Go. Madison Bumgarner. Madison Bumgarner. He can. He could fly into the sun for all I care. I am not right. He. Mm. Yeah. I don't I mean, want to see. Not, Actually, I'm, no. I disagree. I want him to stay in the M- in MLB only for the express. The, this whole purpose is I have a friend who's like a huge Madison Bumgarner fan, and every time that he pitches, I get to text her and tell her that she that he's washed. Um, and I enjoy that part. So if he wants to stick around for my enjoyment only, sure. Otherwise, bye. bye. Look, bye. Nick, had his, Nick had his time in the Sedona <laughs> Red. He had his time. He got paid. 
I'm ready to see him go. Yeah, he's still a good it's player just a representative. He's the first he's guy a good to player, out to sure. Lewis. Um, sure. But yeah, I'm with you. Nick Ahmed, I, yeah, think. I just Yeah, and then he's just Marte, not enough. He probably doesn't have any. That he position. probably has not been worth less than he is right now, right? Like that's, I don't that's, know what you're yeah. gonna, how you're going to move him Great considering point. his new yeah, contract. There was a point in the time where they were talking about DV Garcia coming back for Cattell Marte. Like... Yeah, I don't. I I would. I if I had to guess, I think all three of those guys are on the roster at the start of the year. I don't think any of them are getting moved. Yeah, sadly, I, I think I, I think eventually you might see a medicine governor move away from being in a starting rotation full time. Sure, uh, but I don't think you're seeing him anywhere else. Well, our next question, other uh, than the rodeo, is kind of related. So <laughs> it's kind of the same. Same in <laughs> a van down by the river. That's where we in <laughs> a van down by Gila River but for the rodeo. Tip, I mean, <laughs> the next question was: Should we trade Melanson and Bumgarner? It goes right along with that. Like. Yes, uh, and thank you to Corbin what? underscore barrels there. Uh, but uh, in yeah. theory, yes. In theory, yes. What are you going to get for Mark Melanson? What are yeah. you going to get for either one of these guys? And who's going to take on their contracts? <laughs> yeah. and I could see somebody them? willing to go on for Bumgarner. Melanson is just no, no. Well, the thing about Melanson though is that like I feel like with Melanson you can hold out a little bit of hope that like okay maybe he'll rebound this year and he'll be okay. Madison Bumgarner is clearly at the end of his career. Like he he's not Correct. getting any better. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, there is. I, like literally zero value. M- Melanson was just confusing considering yeah. the year he came off exactly. with, with the San Diego Padres. And uh, honestly, it's it's kind of like the questions that we get about like, are they finally going to lock up the bullpen? Well, they went out and got two closers tried, yeah. last offseason. They tried. It's not like they didn't. It just didn't work out. And yeah. this is kind of what, what we were talking about when it comes to spending the money but spending it the but, right way. Melanson wasn't even a bad deal. Melanson wasn't like a guy that was good at one point and then was coming off of yeah. you know some bad seasons. Like that seems to be the Diamondbacks like MO lately is trying to find a guy that had some good seasons, sure. but lately has not been great. Kyle Lewis, yeah. you know, the injuries that he has occurred, but maybe we can get him back close to where he was at one point. I, I will say this. I with Melanson specifically, I almost wonder if it's like a Considering the money you've paid him and stuff like that, there's a pressure to play him, and at times it was, it was a little bit of a liability. If it's not almost worth just, like Charles said, trading him for a, a bucket of bubble gum just so you don't feel that pressure yeah. to put him out there sure. where he can blow games for you. That's it. the bigger thing. Does he? Is there a point where he is actually a detriment to the team going out there yeah, and starting addition by subtraction? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it would need to be. At that point where the Diamondbacks had enough starting rotation yes. guys, where that he could be easily, um, pat, he could be he could be moved to the Which bullpen. It or could be uh, like a mid-season trade deadline kind of move where you get guys coming up. Maybe you make moves and you, you don't need him as much. But like I said, I think at the beginning of the season could, you're, you're going to need him. It could be Brandon Fott, Gary yeah. Jamison, and Ryan Nelson all being in the starting rotation behind Merrill Kelly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you just got to trust the process. A, a, a prime situation, but. It'll, it'll take a little bit of time to get there. So, to the, the original question, like I, I would be shocked if Madbone was not on the roster at the start of the year. So, the only thing that concerns me with that rotation that you just listed is where's your lefty coming through? You have to have a lefty sure. in your rotation to no, break absolutely. up the. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and, and you're not getting that with those guys right now. So, um, next question. This one comes from Patrick Martin on Twitter at luckmartin317. He asks Would Lawler hurt again? Should we target one of the shortstops? Uh, no, I don't think that Lawler is on any kind of time frame that's going to delay from yeah. what he'll be. He should be ready for a season. That's, that's what Hazen yeah. said. Hazen said that he his injury is not going to keep him from missing any time. And honestly, I don't want that anyway. Like, that's yeah. the weird thing about Nick Ahmed being shipped or whatever. Like, Perdomo, yes, can play the position. We saw him do that last year. I don't mind Nick Ahmed staying in the rotation this season in order to still be part 
of that. I'd, I'd still like to see Perdomo get a lot of time, but nothing. I don't want anything to get in the way of Jordan Lawler's progression up to the main main roster, which probably isn't going to happen at the at the earliest at the end of the season. But most likely, yeah, he'll not be, until he'll be September call up would be my guess. Yeah, Just like be, Corbin Carroll, that, that could definitely if, be the case. If you were going to get a short stop, it it's not going to Lawler's injury is not going to change no. that. Like you. You only do that if you have plans to already move Lalo to third or something like that, or a shortstop you can move to third. But like, obviously, I think of this in the, in the context of Xander Bogarts because that was like the last, I guess, big shortstop that was talked about here. But like in that situation, you're only doing you're not doing the injury has nothing to do with it. You're doing it because you think Lawler fits better at third or whatever it is. So I don't think the injury impacts it. But they're not they're not shining a shortstop or a big name shortstop at least. Right, and that's what we've we've heard. There are some big name shortstops available. There are some names that have been connected at times to the Diamondbacks, and it just doesn't make any sense to me. Go get so Javi Baez next year. That, that, well, I just no. they, they have so many other needs to address. Yeah. Like you got like that. That was my thing with Xander. Is like you if you're gonna go get him and spend the money on him. Cool. Like I love Xander Bogarts. It would be fun, whatever. But you can only do that if you know you have the resources to go address the problems that you actually need to address right now. In addition to spending all this money on Xander Bogarts, like if you can go get Xander Bogarts and fix the bullpen, cool. But if you're if you're sacrificing working on the bullpen to go get Xander Bogarts, who doesn't really fit this team right now, what's the point? I won't lie. I didn't like. I didn't like hearing the Diamondbacks connected to that. I don't even really yeah. like the Diamondbacks being connected to a lot of. Big name free agents right yeah. now because no. honestly, trust the process. Right. Yeah, well, we've seen it in the valley they, too much. They still haven't figured out their core, right? And again, we know we we know who looks like is part of their core, right? And I mean, there's a good chance that one of those guys gets moved. But right now, I'm just not. I don't feel like this team has even defined themselves yet. This could be the season for that. The next off season is the year where you make that big move or that big free agency. Yeah. I, I feel like my credibility is is I need to. Clarify the hobby bias remark was a joke. The chat was coming for yeah. Sean's throw right now. They're <laughs> like, no, 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 he was just the no, first no. short free agent shortstop that I thought of when I, I think of no. next year. Oh. But yeah, no, please, no, please, not hobby bias. I would have, I'd rather have Perdomo. <laughs> Brett Johnson says that lefty is going to be Carlos Rodon, and obviously, in regards that's to a big name, he can go go. Uh, <laughs> Josh says it's going to be him. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I, can we get Josh to have a tryout? How how hard can know, you throw, Josh? Mad. Josh made a picture of me as like either of you lefties. A, a no, man in 1933, so he made me feel very old. And I don't appreciate Josh. <laughs> Derek on a barrack. Yeah, no, don't, oh. don't start. Wait, what was it? No, it wasn't Derek on a bear. It was me at the opening of the um, uh, of, of the the Golden Gate Bridge, I believe, is what <laughs> he took made a picture of. But that's a whole other thing. You gotta get uh, Derek Josh, on a Derek. Josh, your memes are, uh, are are hurtful. That's Josh, all. don't don't stop them. <laughs> I right. like the Sean and the Lawn one. <laughs> Leah uh, on a Kia. Leah on a Kia. <laughs> Leah at IKEA. Uh, oh no. Uh, Aaliyah on an Ikea. Uh, hoodie game is strong right now on the show, says Chris Melton. Just need Phoenix. We really do need Phoenix. We need oh, man, I'm all left out. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I've got a quarter zip. Sorry, got not quarter all zip. bad. And not even, not even one of your other your shawls or whatever. <laughs> Cardigan? His, his, his grandpa sweater? <laughs> his shawls. Well, your, famous, your, fancy, your fancy sweaters. Uh, and that's what's in his mailbox because that's our next question. The next question from Jacob. Uh, at Jacob Schultz 2 on Twitter asks, guys, what's in your mailbox? Got a lot of cat stuff recently. Cat stuff? Getting sent for my new cat. Oh, yeah. yeah. I order a new cat. Plus, I got my, I finally officially changed my address. So I've been getting the, all of the like, welcome to the neighborhood. Where is your, like, here's your 15% off at yeah. whatever stuff. Yeah, nice. Uh, I'm not going to use any of it. Well, but yeah, that makes sense. It's cool. No one sends um, me stuff. Got a, 
lot of baby stuff recently. That you're being mailed or that you Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff that was on our registry like has come in through the mail. Um, yeah, just a lot of like there was a random company that just sent us like formula to test out. And I'm like, the baby ain't even here yet. Like, <laughs> like what, what, let me just drink it now myself. The best like, part of, of turning 18 is you get a free razor from Gillette. I don't know if. Oh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, that was shit was like, you're a man now. You can shave. It's like I've been shaving and also my beard still doesn't connect. Right, so. That's a weird. It's <laughs> a weird thing to assume that I just grew facial hair at the age yeah. of 18. Uh, I guess mine is just filled with all the Christmas gifts that I got going on right now. I literally ordered everything from all sorts of different mm-hmm. vendors. I got a arcade one up game in my oh, mailbox. Yeah. That's what I got. I, got I want someone to send me a letter. Like I, I want just, a stamp. You just and, want a stamp. Ooh, my grandparents yeah. still send me letters. Really? Yeah. Be dope. There's something. I don't have there's something anybody about that cares about me that much. Getting an actual piece of mail from yeah. another. Human I want like being a handwritten letter with a stamp on it. We'll get everybody uh, Sean's. E- actual mailing address so that huh. you can send them stuff brett so mail it brett, to the office i regret yeah, to yeah, inform you, know, you the address is on the address is on the website if you want to mail me a letter brett i regret to inform you sean has not named his cat his yeah. cat is named what it's it, it it's whatever the name you want it to be does it do you, do you feel wrong yeah because originally name? i was going to name it turco because i was going to get a boy cat and then i couldn't get the boy cat so then but then turco doesn't really fit her her name was baby but i don't really like baby as a name but i call her baby a lot mm-hmm. she reminds me of a lemur so part of me wants to call her as a boomafu oh, but that's a really man. long name that's a good name, um man. i think her name might officially be Zabumafu, but also part of me wants to keep it a joke and just n- never give her a name well it's a cat so it doesn't matter what yeah you exactly because you're never i just call i her. literally call her i call her I call her baby. Just, I call her call cat. cat. Yeah. I call her you, you fucking idiot. You name her. Pss, 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 pss. Yeah. That's what it just needs her, an official like when you go to dude. a vet, it does need the vet needs to have it filed. Yeah. Under okay. Something. His Jesse, name is Jesse keeps calling. No, he's gonna try one more time. time. My this cat's name work. is Jesse. Uh, is is giant blurry Jesse and Freeman. <laughs> no, I think I'm gonna name it. Oh man, Sh- should I name Sean DePause? Yeah. No, it's gonna be Zabuma Food DePause. Yeah. But D A. That's great. That's great. We just, we just, we yeah, we just named Sean's cat on this show. There it is. That's what happens when you get us on the show. You get the three, uh, three great minds on the show. This is what happens on Mailbag Monday. Looks like Jesse's moving. No, yeah, no, don't let him in. Do we let him in? I don't know. What do we do? I think we should try. Let's let him in. Let's see what Jesse's got going on. Let's see what Jesse's got cooking. Hey, it's behind the thing now. Hey, but still pretty big. What's up, buddy? I there's there's still about a five ten second delay on my end. So if, if you have to just sit and wait for me to respond for a long time, that's that's just sort of the way it is. We'll but, start better than last time. But hey, <laughs> if if it's good enough, if if a five second delay is good enough for ESPN, it's good enough for us. That's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Uh, what big deals have you unearthed out there at the winter meetings so far? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously there are some, some bigger things that have happened already today. The winter meetings has kind of lived up to the hype, um, on day one so far with obviously, uh, the Justin Verlander deal happening this morning, as well as the Trey Turner deal. Um, so a lot of things, uh, a lot of things going down here. There's certainly, uh, you know, kind of an excitement in the air here at the winter meetings, just given, uh, all of the action that I think has already happened. And a lot of the action that people anticipate uh, will be happening coming up. Uh, from a Diamondbacks perspective, I do have some something somewhat interesting to share. Um, Mike Hazen was on uh, MLB Network Radio uh, earlier today, and uh, he was asked, of course, about you know what the Diamondbacks are are looking to add. Um, and something interesting that stood out from that is that Mike Hazen said 
um, that they are looking, the team is looking to add a power, a right-handed power bat in the long term. Hmm. Uh, but he said that now is not the time. Um, and and I don't know exactly how to interpret that, whether it's he's just saying like, a, you know, a deal of that nature is an imminent, um, you know, maybe it's still possible at, at some point in the offseason, but just like now is in like today isn't isn't the time. Or it could be interpreted as now is not the time in that, you know, maybe this this offseason isn't the time. Maybe the Diamondbacks are comfortable, you know, being very heavily left-handed. And, and maybe they're, you know, if they do make a trade of some sort, maybe they're looking to add in some other area. So I don't know exactly how to interpret that, uh, but it was a, an interesting comment that he made earlier today. He's been a little cryptic, but he keeps leaning towards, for the most part, the Diamondbacks being in on the action. And this feels a little bit more maybe like, well, and, and you and I discussed this, but they, there is no need for them to do anything right now. And I don't know if internally they really feel like they're close enough as a team to being like, you know, a World Series contender to make that big move right now at this point. I'm, I'm just dying at Josh's comment. Yes, right Judge now. to AZ yeah, confirms uh, yes. in the chat comments. Yes. yes. The the profits the profits were great absolutely uh, we really killed it in, in Q3 <laughs> this year uh, but anyway uh, yeah it, it's it's interesting uh, that, that based on what Mike Hazen has said in the past it does seem like there's a, a sense of urgency here to improve and uh, like we talked about on the show the other day he's uh, he's kind of <laughs> talked with some some mystery about you know what the Diamondbacks might be looking to do uh, you know talking about maybe something that we haven't traditionally discussed. Um, uh, going down at some point here. So, you know, maybe it's not a right-handed bat. Maybe the Diamondbacks are, are looking to add in some other way. Uh, but I still think we can confidently say that, you know, they're going to be um, they're going to be active in a lot of different ways this week with regard uh, not only to the trade market, but also to free agency. So uh, we'll have more in a couple hours here. Uh, Mike Hazen will speak to the media for the first time at 5 o'clock. Um, so maybe we can get some clarification on all this stuff at that point. All right. Well, I look forward to talking to you tomorrow and getting some more uh, more insight from the winter meetings. Thank you so much, sir. And he's gone. <laughs> oh, he's still there. <laughs> we didn't address how good Jesse looks, tomorrow. by the way. I'm on a mission. Oh, yeah. You we better. Did. Yeah, we, we didn't address how smoothly you're dressed, by the way. You're, you're representing <laughs> us well out there. The, the, blue, the blue suit coat. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. <laughs> you can't go wrong. <laughs> All right, my man. We'll talk to you later. See you, Jesse. There we go. All right. <laughs> now he's out. That was fitting. That was perfect. That was a fitting way to end that. Yeah, that was absolutely <laughs> perfect. But, of course, uh, looking forward to Jesse bringing us all sorts of insight from the winter meetings all week long. So stay tuned for that. Of course, if you haven't done so already, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make yourself some money. I know this guy mm. over here. I'm, How you been doing? I've been good. Last night, I live bet the Buffalo Sabres. Um, after the first intermission, simply because of the jerseys they were wearing, they then went and scored. They were down one after the first intermission. They went and scored two goals in the first five five minutes of the second period. Won the game six three in total. Made some money there. What and jerseys the, were they wearing? Uh, the red and black throwbacks, like oh, the jersey yeah, yeah, that yeah. they wore in the early two thousands that like I the fell gray in love with. Buffalo, yeah, 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 with yeah. like the goat head. Yeah, yeah the goat head. It, it was yeah, free money. Um, yeah. So just <laughs> that's how you should make your bets is based on what what the teams are wearing every single time every single time absolutely but download the draft uh the DraftKings sportsbook app now sign up with our promo code of phnx uh place a five dollar pregame money line bet on any nba team to win their game and you will get 150 dollars in free bets if they do that's promo code phnx only at the DraftKings sportsbook app minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details boys 
This is this the hot stove is just now getting hot. This just, is uh, just, it's going to be a big week for MLB. <laughs> I know it's kind of wild because like MLB that. is the only the sport that it takes that long to <laughs> preheat it. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's like the gas isn't hooked up for a little while when it comes to the hot stove. But once we get to the winter meetings. Uh, stuff starts popping. So, of course, Jesse will have more updates for us. In the meantime, you can follow all of us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Sean is at Sean underscore DePaz. This guy over here is at Jacob Franklin underscore <sighs> four. Jacob underscore Franklin four? You would never get it right. Oh, God. This is unnecessarily complicated. Just yeah. make it PHNX underscore Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Okay, see? Nice. That's how hard is that? Anyway, uh, I solve problems. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. This guy's the MVP. Uh, Leah is also here. Uh, but all roads lead to oh, okay. <laughs> underscore and underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us. On behalf of everyone here, mostly Leah, we thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you report on it from the winter meetings.